It's good to share God's word with you once again. I really, really embrace this opportunity today. It's, I've thought about this Sunday in particular, and I believe this is the closest I've ever got to preach to Sunday morning of the actual Christmas day, or this close to Christmas. So I really, really embrace this opportunity and hope then that each and every person has come with great expectation today. As we continue in our Advent series today, today is about love. And today's title for the message will be God Demonstrating His Love for Us. And I know that I know that God has truly demonstrated His love for me. I believe He has demonstrated His love for each and every one of us. And So for this introduction, if you would turn please to Romans chapter 8 verses 37 through 39. If you did read the devotional in the Advent book, then you'll see that these scriptures were in there. Romans chapter 8, verses 37 through 39. When you're there, say amen. Romans chapter 8, verses 37 through 39. The Apostle Paul writes with boldness, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, neither height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I believe full-heartedly that as we see God's love being demonstrated in us, the church needs to take Romans chapter 8 verse 37 to heart. Church today, you need to understand we are more than conquerors through Him who loves us. You know, some people may think, well, I, I read Romans 8.37, okay, I'm a conqueror in Christ. No, you are more than a conqueror through Christ. And how does He use you to be a conqueror through Him? Simply, Because He loves you and demonstrates His love in you. So someone needs to hear it today. Have that boldness. Have that confidence that indeed you are more than a conqueror through Him who loves you. The Apostle Paul goes on to say, I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor the things present, nor the things to come. Neither height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
The Apostle Paul was convinced that nothing we have done, should have done, or anything that has been done could separate us from the love of God. No action that we ever take in this life will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. God's love is inseparable for us as human beings. And today, no matter where you've been, what situation you've been in in your life, I want to make it clear that God loves you. And there is no sin that you or I have committed that would take God's love from us. God's love for us is inseparable. No matter how intentional a person is about sinning, God loves us as His beloved creation. And nothing, nothing ever said or done can take His love away. We are the beauty of God's creation. He loves us. And that will never ever change. We see time and time in Scripture about God's love. We know the familiar story of Mary and Joseph. And I want to read from Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 through 25. Please stand for the reading of God's Word. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not wanting to make her public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. When Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Amen. So as we, you may be seated, as we look through this story, then we see Mary and Joseph. Long ago they were dating 
And they were engaged to be married. Neither one of them, my understanding was, I know we know Mary's the Virgin Mary, my understanding then, Joseph being a just man, man of God, I'm thinking at this point he's virgin too. And so Joseph then, he's a great man of God. And all of a sudden, he gets the news that Mary was pregnant. Oh, can you imagine to be in Joseph's shoes at this point? Here you are as a, as a man of God trying to serve the Lord to the very, very best of your ability. You're engaged. Your wife-to-be honoring the Lord to the very best of your ability. Then all of a sudden you find out your fiancé, who you had not been intimate with, is in fact pregnant. Oh my goodness. Joseph, he's in a really, really tough situation. Now keep in mind, God loves Joseph. And God's going to show up on the scene and help Joseph in his time of need. But first we see then Joseph, he's presented with the facts. Mary is pregnant. He knows it's not his child on the way. And so he makes plans then to put her away quietly. You know, I, I believe that Joseph was a, a chosen man of God because he was a just man, one that honored the Lord. And many, many men in this situation would want to put their significant other to public shame at this point. I believe then... Unfortunately, in the world in which we live, many, many men would have been like, okay, here we go. Let's, let, let, let's condemn this individual. Let, let's talk about it. Let, you know, look what Mary did. Not Joseph. Not so for him. He was a just man. He was a man of God. He wanted to do the right thing. And so he made plans then for her, for him and, and Mary just to separate quietly and not be the talk of the town. And so, but that was Joseph's final plan that him and Mary would separate. But then one night, Joseph has a dream. Multiple times in scriptures we see that God speaks to his people through dreams. And church, I believe today that it's time for the church to dream again. And whether it's your God-given passion while you're consciously awake, or whether you're sleeping peacefully at night and the Lord is speaking to you, I believe it is time for us as the church to dream again. And so Joseph, he has this dream. And the angel of the Lord spoke to him and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. 
She shall give birth to a son. His name shall be called Jesus. And he shall save his people from their sins. The angel of the Lord went on to speak about prophecy being fulfilled. That indeed they would also refer to him as Emmanuel. Meaning God with us. Somebody needs to hear it today. I don't know who it is, whoever's struggling the most, maybe someone watching online. Somebody here today needs to hear Emmanuel. God is with us. No matter how tough the situation is, He is still Emmanuel. God with us. Joseph awoke from his dream. And he was obedient to what the angel of the Lord had commanded him to do. He took Mary as his wife. She gave birth to a son. And praise God Almighty, she gave birth to the Savior of the world. Joseph, because his obedience to the Lord didn't make this a hardship for her any longer. He was obedient to the Lord. Mary and Joseph raised that child together. See, Jesus, He was and is and always will be the Savior of the world. God demonstrated His love in Mary and in Joseph as they And she gave birth to a child. God demonstrated his love. I'm sure then as Joseph had this dream and the angel of the Lord spoke to him, I'm sure that he felt the love of God demonstrated within his heart. And then he could follow God's plan for his life. The scripture doesn't really say exactly What all was spoken to Mary to give her peace in this situation. But some way, somehow I know that God's love was demonstrated in Mary's life. As she gave birth to the Savior of the world. And so I want to just give you three points today. About God demonstrating his love in us. The first point I want to bring before you. Point number one. God shows us his love by giving us his son. We sang about it today. Pastor Ed and I didn't talk ahead of time about the whole John 3.16 thing. But we see then, we, we see it in our service today. God demonstrates His love by giving us His Son. And the familiar passage of Scripture found in John chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
We see the love of God the Father for his willingness to give us his son. I believe that we will truly have to get to heaven ourselves before we can truly see the sacrifice that Christ made. And God the Father, in His willingness to send His own Son down from heaven to earth. Imagine if you were in heaven today, and it was your job to go around and find someone who was willing to send their one and only son out of heaven and down to earth. I believe you could go through heaven all day long and not find anybody who would want to send their son out from heaven and down to earth. And then as I think about Jesus, And his willingness to come. His obedience to God the Father. And to come here to earth. What a great sacrifice. And we see the love of God demonstrated within us as we see that indeed he gave us his only son. And I've only heard the scriptures about heaven and and in my mind I just think about how glorious it will be someday and how many of you know once we get back, once we get to heaven, we're not coming back for anybody. Praise God. What a great sacrifice. Jesus gave up time in heaven for you and for me. Because he loves us. First John chapter 4 verse 19 says, We love him because he first loved us. None of us beat God to the punch. None of us loved him before he loved us. We love because he first loved us. He withheld nothing from us, given us his only son. The second point I want to bring before you. God demonstrates his love for us by the death of his son. Oh, the heart of the message. We know in this, in this situation, we know that today we're celebrating the birth of Christ. But then it came to be after 33 years that he gave up his life. And church, you know, today we can say that we love someone all that we want to. But it's a whole nother level when we demonstrate it. In the familiar passage of scripture, Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says, But God demonstrates his love 
While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When we were in the lowest parts of sin, rejecting God Almighty, Christ had already paid the price for us on Calvary. While we turned our back on Him, Christ took 39 lashes upon His back. He demonstrates His love for us by the death of His Son. One thing we've learned over the years, this time of the year from Pastor Ed, is that Christ was born in the shadow of the cross. And that truly does line up with Scripture. Because Revelation chapter 13 verse 8 says, The Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the world. God knew. He knew that we were going to be born. He knew that we were going to sin. And He knew that there must be a, a price paid for that sin. And so He gave us Christ. He planned it from the very beginning that Christ would come here, be born on the flesh, and die on the cross for our sins. He planned that from the beginning. And oh, how we see the love of God demonstrated in our hearts and lives as we accept the gift and the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. Amen. And the third point I want to bring before you today God loves us enough to forgive us of our sins. And to receive us into his kingdom. God loves us enough to forgive us of our sins. And to receive us into his kingdom. We know the word of God. It tells us if we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. As far as the east is from the west. So far has he removed all our transgressions from us. Church, of each and every sin that we've confessed before God the Father, in His faithfulness, He has forgiven us. Now He does, absolutely. He wants us to live a life of holiness. He wants us to live a life honoring Him. But do not allow the enemy to beat you up today from sins of the past. If he does, remember, remind him about the torment he will face in the future. That's right. You are a child of the king. Each and every sin that you've confessed before the Lord, you have been forgiven of. And when all is said and done, as a child of the king, when you pass from this life into the next, I believe each and every one of us who are in Christ will hear the words, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter in to, the, to his kingdom. So indeed, 
God demonstrates his love in each and every one of us. There is a lost and dying world that needs to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. So as the, a Lord, as the Lord demonstrates his love in us, may the world see the love of Christ demonstrated in our hearts and lives for all to see.